Hotel McAlpin with its own orchestra and hospital. Near the end of 1912, when construction was nearly complete, at 25 stories it was the world's largest hotel. The Hotel McAlpin was designed with two gender-specific floors and a floor dubbed the Sleepy 16th for night workers. On Christmas Eve 1916, a 19-year-old was sexually assaulted and beaten by an attacker who had rented two rooms on either side of his suite to muffle the screams. The amenities of the Hotel McAlpin were as breathtaking as they were opulent including a massive Turkish bath and plunge pool on the 24th floor. The hotel also had its own in-house orchestra, as well as its own fully equipped hospital. When construction of the Hotel McAlpin in New York neared completion by the end of 1912 as the largest hotel in the world, the New York Times commented that it was so tall at 25 stories that it seems isolated from other buildings. Boasting a staff of 1,500, the hotel could accommodate 2,500 guests. It was built at a cost of $13.5,358,000,000 today. The hotel was designed by noted architect Frank Mills Andrews whose design included two gender-specific floors, women checking into the hotel could reserve a room on the women's only floor, bypass the lobby and check in directly on their own floor. Another floor, dubbed the Sleepy 16th, was designed for night workers which was kept quiet during the day. The hotel also had its own travel agency. The McAlpin underwent an expansion half a decade later. The owners had purchased an additional 50 feet of frontage on 34th Street two years early. The new addition was the same height as the original 25-story building, and provided an additional 200 rooms, four more elevators, and a large ballroom. A major refurbishment costing $2.1 million was completed in 1928 refreshing all the rooms, installing modern bathrooms and updating the elevators. The McAlpin family sold the hotel in 1938 to Jamley Hotels, headed by Joseph Levy, president of Crawford Close, a prominent real estate investor in New York for $5,400,000. Jamley reportedly invested an additional $1,760,000 in renovations. During the Jamley ownership, the hotel was managed by the Knott Hotel Company until 1952 when management was taken over by the Tisch Hotel Company. On October 15, 1954, Jamley sold the hotel to the Sheridan Hotel Corporation for $9,000,000 and it was renamed the Sheridan McAlpin. Sheridan completely renovated the hotel five years later and renamed it the Sheridan Atlantic Hotel on October 8, 1959. Sheridan sold the hotel to the investing partnership of Saul Goldman and Alexander DiLorenzo on July 28, 1968 for $7.5 and it reverted to the Hotel McAlpin name. Sheridan briefly reacquired the hotel in 1976, through a default by the buyers, and quickly sold it to developer William Zeckendorf Jr. who converted the McAlpin to 700 rental apartments and named it the Herald Square Apartments. On Christmas Eve 1916, Harry K. Thaw, former husband of Evelyn Nesbitt and the murderer of architect Stanford White, attacked 19-year-old Fred Gump Jr., in a large suite on the 18th floor. Thaw had enticed Gump to New York with a promise of a job but instead sexually assaulted him and beat him repeatedly with a stocky whip until he was covered in blood. According to the New York Times, Thaw had rented two rooms on either side of his suite to muffle the screams. The next day, Thaw's bodyguard took Gump to the aquarium and zoo before the boy managed to escape. Gump's father sued Thaw for $650,000 for the gross indignities that his son suffered. The case was eventually settled out of court. In 1920, 
the McAlpin Hotel hosted what may have been the first broadcast from a New York hotel. The Army Signal Corps arranged the broadcast by singer Luisa Tetrazzini from her room in the hotel. Tetrazzini 1871-1940, was an Italian lyric coloratura soprano who had an enormous popularity in America from the 1900s-1920s. In 1922, the McAlpin became one of the first hotels to link ship-to-shore radios with their phone system. The hotel would later be the first to give the call letters of radio station WMCA in 1925. In 1947, Jackie Robinson, a resident living on the 11th floor, received the phone call from the Brooklyn Dodgers that would change America forever by becoming the first African-American player on a major league baseball team. The hotel's marine grill was considered one of the more unusual interiors in the city of New York due to an expansive grotto of exquisite polychrome terracotta designed by artist Frederick Dana Marsh. In the 1970s, the building owner had closed the restaurant and historic preservationists were concerned with the future of the artwork. Their worst fears were realized when Susan Tunick, president of the non-profit Friends of Terracotta, saw dumpsters outside the hotel filled with fragments from the murals. Rescue efforts were eventually successful when the murals were reassembled under the oversight of the MTA Arts for Transit program and they were reassembled piece by piece like a giant jigsaw puzzle over one summer by a group of college interns. In 2000, the restored murals were installed at the Fulton Street Station, along with the ornate iron gate that had adorned the entrance to the Marine Grill. In the late 1970s, the building was converted to 700 rental apartments and in 2001 to condominiums. It now operates under the name Harold Towers. Stanley Turkle won. Stanley Turkle was designated as 2020 Historian of the Year by Historic Hotels of America, the official program of the National Trust for Historic Preservation, for which he was previously named in 2015 and 2014. Turkle is the most widely published hotel consultant in the United States. He operates his hotel consulting practice serving as an expert witness in hotel-related cases, provides asset management and hotel franchising consultation. He is certified as a Master Hotel Supplier Emeritus by the Educational Institute of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. Stan Chorkel at AOL.com 917-628-8549. His new book Great American Hotel Architects Volume 2 has just been published. Other published hotel books. Great American Hoteliers. Pioneers of the Hotel Industry 2009 Built to Last, 100-plus-year-old hotels in New York 2011 Built to Last, 100-plus-year-old hotels east of the Mississippi 2013 Hotel Mavens, Lucius M. Boomer, George C. Bolt, Oscar of the Waldorf 2014 Great American Hoteliers Vol. 2, Pioneers of the Hotel Industry 2016 Built to Last, 100-plus-year-old hotels west of the Mississippi 2017 Hotel Mavens Vol. 2, Henry Morrison Flagler, Henry Bradley Plant, Carl Graham Fisher 2018 Great American Hotel Architects Vol. 1 2019, Hotel Mavens, Vol. 3, Bob and Larry Tisch, Ralph Hitz, Caesar Ritz, Kurt Strand. All of these books can be ordered from Author House by visiting www.stanleyturkle.com and clicking on the book's title. Hashtag Rebuilding Travel.